Hey, beautiful mama, and welcome to Bell and Beyond. I'm your podcast host, Katie, a mama of one little legend, Hunter, and we have been on the most wild health journey ever. My son was born and diagnosed with a cleft lip, and I want to share with you how I was empowered through it all. This podcast is for mums or soon-to-be mums and dads. Feel free to jump in too. It's a place to debunk the many motherhood myths that leave us feeling confused, lost, and misguided. I want you, Mama, to walk away from every episode feeling empowered and educated to make choices that feel right for you and your family. My heart is to see mamas connecting back to their roots and being exposed to ancient wisdom with modern day education. I'll be bringing you open and real conversations around topics we are not talking about enough with people passionate about seeing you, Mama, thrive from the belly and beyond. Welcome back to another episode of Belly and Beyond. This is episode seven, and I'm so excited for you to hear a little more from Ariel, and she's the founder and director of Bliss Birth. And she likes to say, let's be honest, birth can be far from blissful, but it's arguably the best thing you'll ever do in your life. So Bliss Birth was founded on the belief that women's bodies are incredible things and that when women are empowered with knowledge and options for her journey onto motherhood, that makes for the best outcomes. That's why they have developed a range of evidence-based natural products to support your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. So one of Ariel's key products that is now selling out in the thousands weekly is her renting out TENS machines for women to use during the stages of labor to avoid other forms of pain relief. So you're actually going to literally love this. I think Ariel is such a beautiful soul. She's a mama business owner and her beautiful husband has also stepped in to keep the business ticking over as well because things have absolutely just become so successful. You're going to hear all the truth bombs and beautiful beautiful, generous words from Ariel. Hi, Ariel, and welcome to Bell and Beyond. I'm so excited to have you here today, and I would love it if you could just say a little bit about your biz and one of your top mama tips. Thanks so much for having me. It's really exciting to be here. My business is called Bliss Birth. We've been around for three years, um, and basically we are an online store that sells lots of pregnancy and birthing products, um, and we're a women-focused business, so we have things for mums. We want to focus on mums. There's enough enough stores out there for babies, but we've, we want to be women-centered and women-focused, um, and our main thing that we do is actually a service, which is hiring out TENS machines for birth. My top mama tip, without a doubt, is um, just buy yourself a coffee machine. Honestly, you just need it in the house. Buy yourself a coffee machine before you even have that newborn and then you can just have the coffee when you need it. (laughs) Yeah, I remember going out at like, I don't know, 12 weeks and just sitting in the coffee shop like I could just breathe the caffeine coming out of the coffee machine and I already feel better because you're so sleep deprived. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. It's so good. Okay. Coffee machine, everyone out there get a coffee machine. Um, Okay. So tell us a little bit about how Bliss Birth started. You're a mum of two. You would have been flat out, but you started this incredible business to support women. How did that start? Yeah. So I'd just gone on maternity leave. I had a two week old baby and I'd had a much better birth experience with my second, with my daughter. And part of that was because of this tense machine that I had. And I just couldn't get this idea out of my head. Like more women need to know about this. So we went for a walk one day and I pitched it to my husband and he's just like a 
my biggest fan. So he's like, yes, let's do it. Um, and so I sat at our kitchen table um, in my pajamas, breastfeeding, dealing with toddler tantrums and just kind of worked on this website. I had no idea what I was doing and never run a business before, but I just slowly nutted away at it over the months of my maternity leave. And eventually I had the website all ready to go and we were like, yep, this is it. And um, then my husband got made redundant and we were like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Um, so we just took a plunge. We used the redundancy payment to buy 10 TENS machines. And we were like, you know, let's maybe get 25. You know, my goal is eventually to have 50 machines. We'll hire them out. It'll be fantastic. And now we have hundreds and hundreds of TENS machines. And um, the business employs both me and my husband. We run it together. So yeah, it's just been the most amazing story. It's been the most, it's like really our customers are just incredible. Like women, it's just women are amazing and my customers are amazing. And, you know, whenever we've had a lot of late nights trying to get this business up and running, both working and, and I just, every time I get disheartened or something goes wrong or I make a mistake, I just remember like our customers are just incredible and they're always giving us all this amazing feedback. And so it's just an absolute privilege. Yeah. I love that you mentioned your husband because one of your posts, it was probably like a month or two ago on your Instagram, was literally a shout out to him about him, how he is so passionate about bliss birth. He packs the tens of machines with you. You've got like a 24-hour sometimes turnaround. He's off to the post office. He's so involved and so for women just as much as you. And I think it's so beautiful to see so I love that it's become like a real family business for you guys. And like your kids are going to see how much he cares about women birthing. Like it's amazing. Tim, Tim's incredible. He, um, he's just always like, we've always been like, you know, you have, you be the primary carer for a while and then I'll be the primary carer for a while. And he's just always been my biggest fan. He loves telling people that I employ him He's just like obsessed with that. He's so proud of it. And, you know, he's he works so hard for our customers and has such a high standard because he cares. Like, you know, our products are meeting women in one of their most vulnerable, most important moments of their life. And so, yeah, we, he's got like just the most absolute highest standard. Like this man, he like prepared my favorite Pablo Neruda poem to say to me when I went into into transition with our daughter because he knew that that was his moment he had to bring the oxytocin and like yeah so he'll like pull guys (laughs) aside and like explain what oxytocin is and he'll be like telling people about why they need to have a birth plan like yeah incredible we need men to rise and support women and normalize birth and normalize their involvement in birth and like how powerful they really are. I think one of the biggest takeaways when I did a birth course was how empowered it left James and how excited he was for birth. And he literally walked out of the two-day training and was like, we are so ready to do this. He's like, Mm -hmm. I am going to be daddy doula. And like, we still joke about how he's daddy doula. And he was such an amazing birthing partner in mm. a time of absolute chaos. My, as much as I loved my midwife and she was incredible, I actually have the most beautiful testimony with her. James really did do the brunt of it all. Like mm. he was legit daddy doula. And I love that because we want to normalize men's involvement in birth. So 
I love that Tim's like that in your business. I think that's so beautiful. Um, now you mentioned you have hundreds of tens machines. What is your average output per week at the moment? Like there's so many women having babies. Mm, yeah. I think at the moment we're doing about a hundred a week. Which is incredible. Like yeah. what the actual heck, this is a movement. Like this is actually yeah. an alternative movement. And have you seen in the last like six to 12 months, like a real increase in women contacting you about the TENS machine and wanting to learn about, you know, pain-free, if we can say that, options? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's what's it been like? Yeah, I feel like it's definitely a growing, it's this, the idea that there are alternatives and and sort of birth planning, all of this stuff is really taking off. And I think that that's so positive. But, you know, I, and I think midwifery-led care in hospitals has a lot to do with it here in Australia. Like in, in the UK, one in six or to one in five women use a TENS machine for their birth. This is a normal thing that they do. And so having, like they have different statistics than we do and they've had midwifery-led care there for a long time. So I think here it's it's only we're only just starting to sort of get into our groove here in Australia about what is possible and the options that we have and having doulas involved, you know, all of these kinds of things that we're just starting to ed- get educated about. So having an Instagram following and sharing a lot through there has really helped to spread the word. I have like I didn't advertise Bliss Birth for the first two and a half years. (laughs) Like I did not, we worked with a few influencers, but it's really just grown completely off word of mouth. Like that's, that's been how it's grown. Cause women are like, this works. What the heck? It saved my life. That's a direct quote. And so they tell their friends, of course. So what we, what I've noticed Katie is that they have like after a public holiday. So after Christmas, after Easter, after any time when families get together, we'll have a huge bump in our sales because women are telling each other they're like okay so I had this one thing at my birth and you've got to get it and so in the in the week after Christmas is always our highest sales so basically Um, you guys probably try and take a holiday and then you come back and you've got three days of like back orders to get out in like 24 hours (laughs) so yeah this thing about taking a holiday does not exist like we on our 10 year wedding anniversary we booked a, a degustation at a winery on the south coast and I was sitting there with all decked out, ready to go, packing tens machines <laughs> because we just oh. like, I, we just don't want to let anyone down and we're still a family run business at this stage. And we just are like, people cannot wait even one day for this tens machine. So we send out every day, Monday to Friday, no matter whether or we're on holidays, we kind of have a holiday pack. Everything comes with us and we just do some work <laughs> every day, every day of our life. But it's great. We love it. I love that. You guys are so committed. And I guess the other thing is, is that women sometimes make the decision to get a TENS machine very late notice, which is why you guys try really hard to have a 24 to 48 hour turnaround express post. Because like myself, who was really unorganized, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm birthing in like five days, maybe seven days. Cause I was the freak that's like, I'm going to go into labor on Easter Saturday. You're like, no worries. We'll get an express post. And I got it. And I guess a lot of other women potentially could be in that situation as well, because no one necessarily like goes into uh, pregnancy, like, you know, educated, like they kind of find things out along the way or start talking towards the end or do you know what I mean? Like there's no 
there's no book that we get given at school. So sometimes things are really last minute. So you guys are legit incredible. And I'm, I'm sure that's why people love your service as well, because you kind of guarantee that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which we do our best. Mm. You do do your best. You're amazing. Now I loved one of these quotes that you guys kind of stand by in your business. And it's, we have a secret in our culture and it's not that birth is painful. It's that women are strong. I'd love you to like talk a bit more about that because I think that is so a message that we could be sending to the next generations. Yeah. This was, it's a quote by Laura Stavot and it's one of the first things that went on the website when I was building it in my pajamas at my kitchen table. The reason why it meant so much to me is because I had heard lots of stories. There was this rhetoric, there was a narrative about birth being a big deal and it is a big deal Um, and it being kind of terrifying and what's going to happen to me and what's going to happen to my body. And so I'd heard that narrative, but what I hadn't heard at that point, and we're talking like 2017, is really, really strong narratives about how powerful women are in birth, how incredible the female body is and what we're able to do. And that narrative wasn't strong enough for me, you know, and so, but that was my takeaway from my births. Like frig, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe I just did that. And so I think, you know, my births are incredibly long. It runs in the family. So I had like a 46 hour first birth and like a 32 hour second birth, something like that. So it's, it's long. It's long for me, which is why the tens made such a difference with my second birth because that sort of early labor period, which I I got so exhausted in with my first birth and just felt like I had nothing left to give. That's what I wanted to avoid. So I did my research and, you know, my midwife who was incredible, she was amazing. I had the same midwife for both of my births and every single one of my appointments, which that was through the MGP program, which is uh, like incredible. I wish every single woman in Australia could have access to that. Um, so she was just amazing. She told me about the TENS machine, but she didn't know that there was an obstetric TENS machines and regular TENS machines and that they're different things. She didn't know where to get one. So even like her being such a natural focused, um, like holistic midwife just didn't really have that knowledge. So it's definitely growing. So yeah, I, I just feel like we need to change the narrative about birth and about how powerful it can be and about how amazing women are. I think we need to tell that story over and over and over again until more women know about it. Hey ladies, just taking a quick moment to pause. I just want to check in with everyone that's listening today as there are some deep conversations that are happening with Ariel. And I just want to make sure that everyone is feeling emotionally safe. And if any feelings are coming up or you're being triggered in any way around your birth or any experience that you've had in motherhood, can I please encourage you to reach out to your partner, friends, family, or any professionals that you know, whether it's a counselor, psychologist, or a call line to debrief on anything that's come up with you today and make sure everyone's feeling um, safe and happy. 
As well as I just want to jump in here and share that there is in fact actually one of Australia's and globally largest gathering of women that happens across our earth Thursday mornings Australia time at 10 a.m. And if that's something that you would love to be a part of and you don't feel like you have a strong community of women around you during your process of pregnancy and birth or even just after birth in the next stage of motherhood, can I encourage you to jump over onto the Instagram Color Sisterhood and check out something called the Friendship Table. It's a gathering that happens weekly where women, only women, gather together and talk and share and hear wisdom and nuggets and build community together. And the whole color message is about placing dignity and value upon women across the earth. So if you're someone that's looking for community and looking for a place to belong and looking for further support beyond this podcast, that is an incredible way that you can tune in. It's also run live on Instagram and across certain Facebook groups. So if you'd love to know more about that, please reach out to me on my Instagram belly and beyond underscore. And I'd love to invite you or sit with you or gather with you across Australia on these days. Now let's get right back into it. Oh my gosh, you touched on so many things. I, I didn't get to go through that program because I found out I was pregnant literally the day before I got on a plane to America for six weeks. So (laughs) when you're applying for the hospital, you have to answer the phone within two or three rings on a private number. Otherwise they'll take you off the list and you have to start all over again. And that obviously happened to me Mm. so many times along the way. I wasn't answering calls. So I missed out on getting into the program and that's what led me to hire a doula because I really wanted that consistency of care. And I remember doing, um, you know, my preparation with her and she's like, it's going to be full on. Like, it's actually going to be full on. I'm not going to like butter it up for you or mm-hmm. say that just breathing is going to get you through. Like, it's going to take a bit of grit and gumption, you know, walk, do some stair walking, like get as fit as you can, like totally. get that strong kind of tribal roar on because you're going to need it. And that's why they tell you in the birthing courses. So when the contractions start, you know, that light period pain feeling, make sure you sleep because you're going to need your energy. That's right. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, I totally get that now. So I think there is this kind of real innate strength that kind of roars from inside and and you get to the end of birth and you're like, where the heck did that come from? Mm. So I think it is about your, your strength and your mind. And one thing I found really interesting, I've just forgotten the name of the book, but there's this incredible doctor you might know that kind of talks about the obstetrics-led system and how their job is to not let people, their patients be in pain. And Mm. like, it's bad that women are in pain. Our job is to take people out of pain. Like that's what we do as doctors. We stop pain. But as we know, birthing pain is not the same pain as like negative pain. It's a really different. Mm. And I think what you guys are doing is you're showing that message that yes, we're going to use a tenth machine to support you through that pain, but you will get through it. And and it is okay. Like it's Mm. a reassurance insurance around the type of pain Hmm. so and I think it's it's also about choice and it's about control and a a lot of the feedback that we get from women and what the research shows there's not a lot of research on the use of TENS machines in birth it's quite limited 
And I mean, with all women's health issues, unfortunately, it's under-researched. But what, what they do say is that part of it is the sense of control. So our, our machines have a boost button. So, you know, you have the electrodes attached to your back and they send like this, this buzz. It builds your endorphins, which is like your, your, your body's own natural morphine. So there's no side effects and it's powerful stuff. You've got this boost button that you press during each contraction and then that contraction the, the boost button will stay on for the whole contraction and just kind of send a flood of extra sensations which blocks the pain signals to the brain and you just don't register it as, as much. The sense of control that you feel, <laughs> me as a control freak, I loved that. I was like, I can do this thing. I can press this button. I am in tune with my body. I'm kind of in this moment having, you know, some people love to actually give the unit to their partner, their doula and say, press the button when I'm having a surge. And so they get into this like zone together where, you know, their birth partner can tell when they're about to have a contraction, they press the button. And, and so it's kind of this great way to feel in control. And like, you're not just a victim of all of these sensations that are happening to your body that if you're a first time mom, you've never experienced. I, I would say, I have had two really positive births, but never have I felt pain like that in my life. In my life, it's full on. Yeah, and I, and I, I think it, it's. I think that that accepting that and talking about how what that was like and how I responded to it can totally still be part of a positive birth story. That's my thing. I think acknowledging that the pain is very real can still be part of a positive birth story because I that was my body and I overcame it and that it did everything it was meant to do. So yeah, that's just my take on that. (laughs) I love that. And I love that you guys are called bliss birth, which is obviously like a bit of a flip because the whole of labor doesn't necessarily feel blissful. But as you say, at the end, the result is this beautiful baby in your arms and you made it. You're a queen, you're triumphant, like no matter what your birth story is. But I think the TENS machine can be a really good way, um, which I guess is the whole point, is to try and avoid that intervention, to try and allow you to be in that more natural state, to have control, to be able to push when you want to push. Like it kind of sets you up for a win. But unfortunately, that's not everybody's story. And I know Mm. people might be like, well, that wasn't my story. I didn't feel heard in the birth space or things changed that I didn't like or and they're really potentially going into their second, third, fourth child really with a different story in mind or a different dream in mind. Can you just share some like encouraging words for those women that maybe didn't know about the TENS machine now and they are hearing about it and just encourage them around going into birth again with, with a bit of a different mindset? Mm, yeah, I posted on my Instagram, Tim sort of every time we get a, a thank you that says, I, I got my V back and I really thank this TENS machine. Uh, he kind of keeps them aside. He's <laughs> like, because it's exciting. We recognize that something really significant has happened. If somebody's had a successful V back, I think that that's an incredible thing. And, you know, I, I think birth trauma is is absolutely huge. I think it's such an un- misunderstood and and not talked about enough thing. Um, I wanted to call bliss birth, bliss birth, because I did have this like euphoric blissful moment and um, it's worth talking about and worth celebrating. Um, I think that 
I definitely believe that medicated births and birth with intervention can still be a, a blissful birth experience. You know, you can still have the most empowered and empowering experience, even if you've had interventions. Like I had my my waters broken with both my babies. That was just the right thing for me because otherwise I think I would have just gone on and on and on and on. So that was the that was the absolute right decision for me. I used gas. I loved the gas. I loved the TENS machines. But I did my research about, you know, the cascade of in- interventions. Once you have some interventions, then you're statistically just more likely to have more and more and more. And so it's it's all about weighing up all these options. The the number one thing I hear from women, especially cuz everywhere I go, I just end up talking about birth. It just kind of comes out and I can't help it. The thing that I always hear people say, and even my closest friends who had babies the same time as me before I even started bliss birth say, I just didn't know. I didn't know about the cascade of interventions. I didn't know that if I got an epidural really early, that it made me look more likely to have an emergency C-section. I didn't know that how hard C-section recovery is Nobody told me that I could ask my caregiver, like I could ask my midwife to explain the decision she was making to me. I didn't know that I could refuse vaginal exams. Like I didn't, I didn't know that I had any of these decisions. I didn't know about TENS machines. You know, I was the first person I ever knew to use a TENS machine in my birth. It just was kind of just not something that anybody could give me any experience on. And I hired it kind of skeptical as to whether it would help me. So I'm with my second birth, you know, with my first birth, I had like a overdue baby. He was like four kilos. He was posterior. I was a first time mum, and we had great outcomes given all of that because of my midwife. But it could have been a very, very different story had I not had that MGP midwife. And the second time around, though, even though I had this beautiful natural birth, I was like, I can't, I just don't know if I can do that again. That's why I got the TENS machine. I I researched my options more. I found out why my MGP midwife had encouraged me to go like the more natural route. And with my second birth, because I have these long labors, the TENS machine just helped me to feel in control feel calm for longer. And I got into the water later in my birth when I was, you know, further along because I'd had the TENS machine. And so, you know, you have all these different tools and you use them all. It's one tool in your toolkit. And so when I got to actually pushing, I was not exhausted. I was much less terrified. I had this dark room and I wasn't being monitored by lots of things like I was with my first birth because of how it was going. And so I gave birth with my hands on my husband's shoulders, on my two feet, standing up. And I'd pushed for like an hour and 20 minutes with Levi. So my husband thought, okay, like we're pushing, but we're going to be here for a while. And my midwife (laughs) is like, Tim, you need to take your shoes off. And he's like, what now? Now? And I am like roaring. Like I am mooing like a cow. Like I just, I don't know. My body just like took over and I was roaring. I'm like staring into my husband's eyes like a warrior and my body just took over. Later I realized I had a fetal ejection reflex. And it's amazing. It's just the most amazing feeling. Totally different than my first birth where I had to push for a really long time and I was so exhausted. 
And I just had, it's this dark room. I felt safe. I've got my husband right there. I'm on two feet and I just roar this baby out in like three contractions. And then, and you know, like people say like, I gave birth and then I had like this amazing like connection with my baby straight away. No, no, not me. Once I breastfeed, I'm like, I'm your mama. Um, But my first like rush of emotion, I had this powerful rush of emotion after the birth of my daughter standing on two feet. And it was that I just did that. And that was amazing. And I feel like infinite in this moment. Like I'm a queen. Like I cannot (laughs) believe how incredible my body is. And I just feel like that's such a bliss moment you know, and whether you have your bliss moment, like with your little baby against your neck after your C-section or, you know, on your bed after you've had an epidural and you just feel so calm and so in the moment because you're not in heaps of pain, like whatever that bliss moment is for you, that was it for me. And I'm so glad I did it that way. Um, and yeah, I loved it. I'm so happy that I got to experience that in my life. I think, you know, I, I definitely think it's worth celebrating and worth talking about what we can achieve when we just kind of leave birth on its own, if it's safe to, if we just let birth be what it is and we let our bodies do what our bodies want to do and need to do, if it's safe to do that, that it's great. But also, you know, I I read in a book once uh, when I was preparing for my birth, like nobody's giving out gold medals at the end if you don't use drugs. (laughs) Nobody's like, well done, you are worthy. Like nobody's handing out gold medals. So I think like it doesn't make you superior if you have a natural birth. I think it's really important to just whenever we're having this conversation to add that to the mix. Trauma in birth happens and it's never the woman's fault, you know. And so I think it's just worth mentioning that because so many women carry like this guilt and shame and regret and I just think that that's throw that in the bin. That's not worth it. But for women preparing their births, you know, for women listening to this podcast, it means that you're thinking about this and you're thinking, what things do I need in my toolkit, which is already a step in the right direction. I, um, my, my one thing that I did with both of my births, which I'm really happy that I did is I made a plan and I, it was detailed and it was detailed to, if I do have an emergency cesarean, I want it to be like this. And if I do have these interventions, I want it to be like that because I was planning for the, for the best and for the worst. So I think make your plan really solid, but then hold it loosely. You know, um, I think women who set themselves up to have one kind of birth or like this pain-free birth experience, everybody I know who set themselves up thinking I'm not going to feel any pain during birth have had really traumatic experiences. So that's just anecdotal, but I think prepare for the best and prepare, prepare for the worst. And, and yeah, do the research, get your choices, get your toolkit ready. Give yourself up. I love that so much. In my, I had a birth plan and my doula helped me write it. And I literally explicitly said, and I made that very clear, if at any point in this birth or in my labor, things get traumatic, I'm like, I actually would prefer you just take me in for a C-section. I don't yeah. want any added trauma. I would rather have the recovery of the stitches and birth that way than to go through any form of trauma. And I was really strong on that stance. Mm-hmm. I made that really clear. So I had that in the back of my mind. If if anything happened, they know I'm cool with it. My doula knows I'm cool with it. My husband knows I'm cool with it. Yeah. And I'll just go with the flow. Yeah. But if we don't have to go that route, 
this is what I would kind of love to decide. I wanted to birth in water. That didn't happen. He pooed in my waters. I knew straight away when I saw, okay, that's not going to happen. Let's shift into the next gear. And at no point I ever panicked because I was already prepared for what could be an option in that situation. I felt that made me so empowered. Mm. And I felt a little bit devils, like, damn, I wanted the water experience. But I was like, oh, well, Let's keep going. Heart rate's going well. My midwife is supporting me. Nothing's wrong. Let's just push on. And I think I, I just think I jumped on the birthing stool or something like mm-hmm. that. I just got on with it. So yeah, I love that you said that. And I also think the other thing that really touched me that you mentioned is when women do say, but no one told me. And I think that one reoccurring comment goes around in my head all the time. And I come back to the same question well, who is responsible to tell you? (laughs) And I think the answer is it's just, there's just a nothing because it's like we could go through all of the like blaming, it's the system that's wrong, it's the government that's wrong, it's the whoever. And at the end of the day, it's like we didn't learn to birth at school. Mm. We don't get any free training necessarily other than some of the training at the hospital. We don't get sent off to a course or a camp to learn how to birth. Mm. Basically, we have to take it back in our own control and do our own research and for some women they're not even exposed to even that concept alone until a girlfriend comes by their side a sister says hey have you thought about this or would you be Mm. open to maybe exploring that and just people having instagrams and sharing or midwives being really open or the doula message getting out there and I think finally birth time Mm. like wow, a film women can go and see in a really beautiful, welcoming way that's not judging or confrontational and they can just sit there and be present and absorb. Mm. I feel like we're going to have a shift and I really hope that women stop saying, why didn't someone tell me or or the other word that goes around them is what took you so long? And Mm. I think that's such a message of women across the earth what took you so long to get to me? What took you so long to tell me? Like, if you knew that, why didn't you tell me? And I think that's why you're so passionate about birth and have such a responsibility because you're like, I know so much. I need to share this with the world. And I don't want to ever know that a woman didn't have the option to hire a TENS machine. Yeah, You know, like, mm-hmm. I love that. And I think there's this beautiful sisterhood movement across the earth. So I'm so excited. Now you said you get so many amazing client feedbacks. Your clients are amazing. This is like the birthing world when people have something good to say, they can't wait to get it off their lips. Can you share with us some amazing testimonies that just kind of come to your head of people that have had beautiful births at any stage, whatever their birth looks like. Mm. Um, I know you have hundreds, so just share a few with us. Yeah, I like I've literally never written a thank you note to a person in my life, but then I got so I get so many thank you notes and they blow me away. And I've got them all in this special box. I put them all up on the wall, um, and you know we get we've got hundreds of five-star reviews and women contact me on Instagram all the time. I've literally been in conversation with women while they're in labor. (laughs) Um, And they're like, this is amazing. I I have, um, I have two specifically that I'd mention. Um, We, we actually share women's birth stories on the blog on our website and on our Instagram all the time. So there's heaps of them. If you, if you want to go read them, I, two really stood out to me. There was one where a woman was actually literally in labor and she's emailing and she's texting me. Um, and she sends me a screenshot of her in labor telling other women 
you've got to get a tense machine. Like on a Facebook mums group, you, you need to get a tense machine. I am in labor and it's amazing. It's saving me. And she said on her review, she said, this is the best $85 I've ever spent in my life. And that was a turning point for me because I, you know, I think it's the social worker in me. I feel so awkward about like asking people to give me money for anything. I felt uncomfortable about advertising. I feel uncomfortable about like selling our, selling our product and just being proud of it and seeing the worth in it. And that was a turning point for me. Like this woman's like, this is literally the best money I've ever spent. And that was a turning point for me to go, actually, I need to be more like confident that more women need to know that this $85 could change you know, how many, we have like what, two, three kids these days. That's three times that you're going to have this huge experience in your life and you can spend $85 and it might make a massive difference. And so I I started to feel more proud after that. I think, I I think the other stories that really, really get me, I've literally been like bawling my eyes out because I'm reading women's birth stories. They'll send me like emails about their whole birth story. I had a woman reach out and let me know that she had such a traumatic first birth. And she actually asked me in like the beginning stage, a bunch of questions about, you know, what will it look like? How can I use it? Blah, blah, blah. And we just chatted back and forth a little bit. So she did hire it and she used it for her birth. And she just let me know, like, I've just had the most incredible experience and it was Mm. everything I wanted it to be. And I honestly put it down to using this TENS machine and I I was a bit skeptical, but I thought I'll give it a go. And it's really changed so much for me. And so, and she was like, thank you so much for starting this business because it's helped me so much. And I, I don't know, I just feel like most business owners don't get to experience that, that you've actually sort of made a difference. So for her, like coming from such a traumatic birth, going into another birth, you have all of those emotions, you have all of those feelings coming up again. So for her, it was really, really powerful. I I have one other that I was thinking of. She said, seeing your bag and the mantra, you've got this mama. So all of our bags come, all of our labor tens highs come with a free bag that says you've got this mama and, and you get to keep the bag at the end. Send me back the tense machine, keep the bag. Seeing the mantra, you've got this mama in the lead up and during the labor really did fill me with confidence in my body. And I'm so pleased I get to keep it as a memento. So women use them for like to keep their breast pump in, to keep their oils in, to keep their makeup in. And so that now there's literally thousands of women with their little mama bags are all around the world. And yeah, it's, it's, an, it's such a privilege. That's the only way I can describe it. Women are amazing and birth is amazing. So I just feel like I've hit the jackpot with this business and what we get to do every day. Yeah, that, that actually makes me really emotional because all I see in that message is you're placing dignity and value on women in a world where women are undervalued, they're not heard and they're not seen. And simple words on a little purse that get sent to you, some of those women might not have a mum or might not have family in this country or might not have a doula or have good support or go through a good system, whatever. Mm. And that little message, that little note that goes inside their heart and that, that thought that you created business with them in mind, that touches women's heart and that gives them the courage to keep going. So 
with so many different women in the birthing space, it's so much bigger than just birthing a baby, having a good experience. It's actually about how we are as women on the earth. And that gives you the courage to step into literally one of the hardest yet most loving, fulfilling next stages of life. And yeah, words like that actually get you through really hard times. So I love that. I think that's just stunning. I think it's the message of sisterhood across the earth women matter, we care about women, women for women, women rising with women, no matter, no matter what's going on in your world, like here's, here's a tool that might just give you that little bit of courage to get mm-hmm. through, mm-hmm. you know, like I just, I love that. And I love that you mentioned the story about the lady because instantly the words that came to mind is she's like, I got a second chance. I got a second time to do something that I really wanted. And I bet that her postpartum experience after that second birth would have been that queen feeling, that roaring feeling like, yes, it's hard, but I'm so sure that she would have entered into her postpartum care with that real euphoric, I'm so proud of myself, so fulfilled mm-hmm. as well, like about that loss sometimes. I think that's just stunning. I really think that's so stunning. Is there anything else you'd love I mean, to like, share? I feel like it's something it's crazy, going right? Like let's just acknowledge we literally create humans. And then they come out of our bodies. Like how is there anything more transcendent and incredible at the same time? It's raw and gritty and there's blood and it's so real. I just feel like what better thing to celebrate, to support, to want to be a part of. So, yeah. Thank you for standing up for women and being proud to be a woman and yeah, just putting your heart and blood and sweat into a business that actually really blesses people and changes people's lives and really is empowering and raising strong mamas. Like you said, you've got this mama. Like it's, it really is stunning. So thank you so much for your time. And of course, everyone can jump over to your Instagram. At Bliss Birth, that's me. Yep. At Bliss Birth, they can get into your DMs, have all the chats. Yeah, I feel like you're just a wealth of knowledge and your Instagram is very real and raw. So even if people just follow along to be encouraged, I think that's amazing. But yeah, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bell and Beyond. Mama, I know you're so busy and your time is precious. So I hope today's episode has left you feeling more empowered around your choices and that your voice matters. If you have loved this week's episode, make sure you subscribe and get all the weekly updates. It would also be so awesome if you could leave a five-star review for this independently run podcast produced by this mama herself. And if you've had all the feels today and a mum's popped into your mind, jump over, send her a DM or share it on your stories. That would be the absolute best. If you have any questions at all, connect with me over on my Instagram at bellyandbeyond underscore and let's write or rewrite your story of motherhood together.